0: What may be working people can expect uh, who work in the public service in the upcoming medium-term budget policy statement and uh, Mugwena Maluleke, chief negotiator uh, uh, for Kosatu at the public sector coordinating bargaining council, joins me this evening. Ousiminjan.
1: Uh, Shewan, uh, but ayabonga.
0: Mr. Maluleke. I think you heard that voice note, Um, and I guess, you know, uh, many of us would be appraised with sort of subsequent developments and uh, the Concord matter, but for Tabo there, who is saying he is out in the woods, very unclear about uh, what's happening with the last agreement, the current agreement, just saying, you know, he, he feels... Is out in the woods. He doesn't know what's happening, and uh, also, of course, yeah, one of the the workers who works in the public service. Where are we on the old agreement? But also, I guess, um, yeah, some of your thoughts on the, the one-year agreement and uh, what might come out of the medium-term budget policy statement to influence the next wave of negotiations that we expect, uh, uh, you know, next year sometime. Baba, thank you so
1: much for mm, so that right. is the current. Um, arrangements and including the, the, the 1.5% uh, the, media, the media statement that was sent by the Director General who was also uh, on the media was indicating that it would then be paid later uh, retrospectively from the 1st of July. So quickly sir, if, uh, if I were to uh, then deal with the uh, Constitutional Court application as an appeal, yes the Constitutional Court uh, first and foremost Um, 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 agreed to uh, hear our appeal and therefore that was on the 24th of August and therefore the uh, judgment has been reserved. Mm. Um, I think as a country we are fully aware uh, that when it comes to those particular heavy matters such as that, the Constitutional Court takes its time before they can issue out a judgment and therefore we are expecting uh, the constitutional court to issue that particular judgment either way uh, and obviously we are, are hoping that our lawyers uh, collectively all of them have made um, uh, the, the, the argument very very clear in terms of uh, collective uh, agreement number one of 2018 and we're hoping and uh, we continue to be hoping that uh, maybe the constitutional court will then rule differently from the uh, labor appeal court mm. that also took its time if you remember very well that the matter was heard earlier uh, around october but it was only given on the 15th of uh, uh of december so yeah these type of matters they take time because of research Um, and reviews that have got to go into this particular judgment.
0: Now, you know, it was quite interesting over the weekend. Uh, I think one of the main Sunday papers led with a story that South Africa doesn't have money. Um, And of course, whenever that discussion is raised, there's always the implication that there's certain headcount reductions that have to happen. And of course, uh, reductions in the public sector wage bill. Now, you signed a one-year agreement now in July. There will be another round of negotiations in, you know, the next nine, you know, eight, nine, ten months or so, um, and of course we might get signals of that in the medium-term budget policy statement in the next few weeks or so. What are you mm. expecting? Um, not necessarily just as a federation, but I guess, you know, as a, as worker leaders, uh, from one the uh, I guess uh, you know the Ministry of Finance insofar as that is concerned, because it, that remains still a political hot potato, not notwithstanding whatever agreement you've arrived at you know, with your employers in July.
1: So that is it's, it's consequential. Mm. Why I'm saying so, it is because the signed collective agreement says if there is no agreement in place by the 31st of March 2022, the current collective agreement of the cash graduating and the 1.5%, which will then be more than the 27 billion now, because the 1.5% has got a carry-through effect in terms of pension, in terms of uh, um, all the other things that are dependent uh, on the um, what you call baseline, uh, would then increase to not less than about 33 to 34 billion. That needs to be found because it is a collective agreement that is binding. So therefore this medium-term budgetary statement would have got to make reference to the fact that the the department will find money uh, to ensure that it honors the collective agreement. In the absence of a new collective agreement, it has to honor this one for 2022-2023.
0: Now, you make a very interesting remark as, as you're responding to that, saying under normal circumstances you would have been consulted. Because as you rightfully say, I mean, this is something material for yourselves and, your, and, and the members that you represent. I mean, it's not an inconsequential matter to get a sense of what the medium-term expenditure framework period is going to look like over the next three years or so, at least of all for yourselves. Um, are you suggesting that no consultation with yourselves has happened uh, in the pre- preparatory work that has gone into uh, putting this uh, medium-term budget policy statement together?
1: What we will influence is the real budget, which is normally passed in uh, February uh, by the Parliament. That we already would know and fight about uh, the items, uh, about uh, issues of condition of services, issues of benefits that are supposed to be given to the workers. That we would know because by the time in November, uh, September, November, we shall have tabled our own demands and therefore will then be talking about negotiations moving from there up until february until march and so forth so unfortunately because we negotiated until very late and also impacted by the constitutional court hearing and we're preparing a lot around that as labor we haven't tabled our demands our demands normally are tabled around august uh and unfortunately this time around they will only be tabled around october november given the fact that uh, we are still dealing with uh, uh, the residual issues,
0: mm. but at an alliance secretarial level, I mean, surely there would be some discussion around the type of framework. Uh, and this maybe might be something that happens between October and February when the real budget comes up. Uh, but um, it, with regard to that, I mean, what are some of the things that you're going into this one with? Because it's also quite um, you know unusual for some of these agreements to just be a one-year matter uh because it does very little then for you know fiscal planning for about you know a 3 year medium term and even a long term horizon um how are you thinking about that i guess um you know at a federation level but also uh you know yeah. just um, in the interest of some of your public sector unions? yeah this is very
1: important is that we were very clear that given the fact that
0: the government thank you very much and I can sir as always for you good
1: can number
0: can you're sure that there was uh, Mugwena Maluleke he uh, speaks on behalf of uh, of course he's uh, yeah with the teachers trade union but uh, chief negotiator uh, at the public sector coordinating bargaining council yeah on behalf of uh, the uh, kosatu uh, affiliated public sector trade unions